Listener Production. KickPod acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we're recording this podcast, the Yulukut Wulan clan of the Boomerang, who are a part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respect to their elders, past, present, and emerging, and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to the KickPod, your DM on the stuff that matters, but also the stuff that doesn't. One, two, three, Hi, Luz. Hello. Hi, listeners. Hi, listeners. And sorry about my voice. No, we, we like it when it's like this. Sexy. 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 Go Sexy. A bit low. What does it sound like when you go low? Hello. Oh, oh what? I don't know. <laughs> what was that? That was like an accent. Hi. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should uh, record Welcome some kick meditations. Song. Dedication. Dedications. Whoa. Oh. With Steph and Laura. No, it's just welcome to the Geek Pod. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Steffi, yes. Queen Steffi, yeah. what is coming up in today's episode? Well, we have quite a lot. The first thing we're going to go into is Nightmare Neighbours. Now, we have touched on this before. Yes. But last week, in fact, I <laughs> In fact, it, it was. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is once that segment went live, we had so many stories come in from you guys through the KickPod Instagram. So we are retouching on Nightmare Neighbours because there's well, a lot to say. We want to hear your stories. Yeah, exactly. Uh, then we are answering a DNM, and we are also going to talk to you about an whether story. or not you got hit on. Or not. Or not. And I, I think it's all not, but I don't know and I need. I'm, I'm It was to it. very uncomfortable. Let's dissect that. But first, let's go through a little bit of a kick update. Lawsy, we've had two new recipes drop in the app recently that are absolutely worth a mention because I don't know about you, but our one pot lasagna was one of my favorite. It was like on rotation for so long when we first dropped that in the app. And now we what have... What happened to it? Did it well, go out the, of... It's, the, when you know we have what? new recipes, they, I get new additions to the rotation. in warm... Months in warm months in Australia, it's been quite warm. Oh yeah, so I don't really feel like not lasagna really lasagna weather yet. It's, but it's coming getting into it, it right? Yes. So we have a new one pot lasagna, but this one is a one pot pesto lasagna, and it's got eggplant in it, and it just well not for me because pesto makes me think I'm going to have a nut allergy. So you don't eat pesto at all, even like a nut free pesto? No, because it tastes the like taste nuts, and I can like nuts. have for everyone listening that cares. Yeah, <laughs> probably probably no one. <laughs> Friends like Laura, no. I can have pine nuts. Yes. But pesto is often made with cashews or a blend. And so if you taste a pesto, even if I've it's not I've had free, an anaphylactic reaction to pesto before when right. they said it was just pine nuts uh, and they had some sneaky cashews in there. Uh, so sneaky. now when I have pesto, you just think, I just think about, am I going to go into hospital at this moment? Maybe you stick to the normal one pot Well, the other, then. we have a gooey carrot slice. So I'll yeah. have that for dinner. Okay, and sure. You, no, that's, that's, <laughs> that's not that's dinner. Not dinner. <laughs> it's not dinner. But that is the other new recipe. A gooey carrot slice. And we have some carrot cake fans in the office, so they are very excited so where about are this. They? What are you talking about? <laughs> about this recipe <laughs> dropping. So I hope you guys enjoy that. But let's get into today's episode. Okay, Steffi. So yes. last week you spoke about your crazy nightmare neighbours who, I mean, we shall not name them because I don't know if you even know They're their old name. We anyway. won't name They're your old neighbours. Yeah, if you names. haven't listened, you have to go back and listen to last week's episode because mm. that was an intense story. Oh, we it wasn't that bad, was it? <laughs> well, we also don't have time to retell it because last week I was meant to tell my story, but I didn't have time. <laughs> because this was so good. I mean, there was a lot to say. There was a And you know what? With that story, you had to tell every single play-by-play. Yeah. Play, so you could as really they say, this what movie is that in? The play. Give me the play-by-play. Play. 
Come on. What? That's in a movie. Give me the play-by-play. Play-by-play version. Yeah, you have to say it like that. Mandy, what is it? There's a short film from no, 2011. <laughs> okay, Are you sure it's in a movie? Please send us. Yes, it is in a movie. It's like, tell me the play-by-play. Because it's sounding like something that happens in Mean Girls, but I don't 13 think 13 going on 30? Line. Yeah, it's suddenly, suddenly 30. 30. Suddenly 30. What is yes. And that's the line. Give yeah. me the play-by-play. Yeah. Well done. Okay, so the play-by-play. Now it's I have got a neighbour story mm. for you. Mm. So when we first moved into our house, our house is, uh, would you say Edwardian? It's like an old... Victorian? Vict- it's like a heritage house. Like it's, it's, it looks like an old English house. We're not allowed to renovate the front of it because yeah. it's been there for heritage. a long time. It's like an old house. Anyway, so people in my street, I think, feel invested in this house, in, in our house. Because it's just been there for ages yeah. and they just, I don't know, they must like it. Mm-hmm. So when I'm sitting at home working from home mm-hmm. in the office, I, I like generally, and we just did like fix the grass in the front of our yeah. garden and like put a barbecue in the backyard and stuff. And mm-hmm. we haven't got a gate currently. So people just walk past and they just stare yeah. into the house for and like 10 minutes. Kind of like lower. It's very low. So like, so yeah. I like to just sit up and like stare at them until they see me and then they're like, get embarrassed that they've just <laughs> been pointing for 10 minutes. Anyway. <gasps> When we first moved in, though, I was in the front garden with my sister. We were trying to be gardeners. We were trying to go full Jamie Jury. We were trying to get all the roots out of the ground. We weren't doing a lot, but it felt like we were in the moment. Mm, Shout out to Sienna for helping because it was very big help. Mm. So we're in the garden and this, you know, this man walks past, stops. was like, okay, no problem. We want to say hi. He said, hello, are you moving into this house? And I said, yes. He said, oh, with your family. And I was like, oh, I mean, me and my dogs, like, yeah, and my husband, if you call that a family. Yeah. And he was like, well, we are a family. Yeah. But he was like, oh. But you knew he was, in, he was meaning like. Like I was like the, was with my mum and, and dad. and thinking, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then he said, oh, did your dad buy the house for you? <laughs> and I was like, sorry? I was like, wrong crowd for that question. What a bizarre thing to ask someone within like, I just met this man. Did Sienna say anything? I feel like she Sienna was like, "What the?" She was like, "What on?" She was just so <laughs> shocked. Like she was like, "What the heck?" She was laughing. Yeah. And then I said, "No, mm. no, he didn't." Mm. And he said, "Oh, how old are you?" And I was like, "What is this a Spanish Inquisition in my front yeah. garden?" And what I wish I had said back to thank you. Mm. And then he kept. And then I was like, "You should have said 20. Should, you know what I should have said? And I've thought about this a lot. You know, after you go through something yeah. or something like that happens Should've and then you think of like these amazing comebacks like a week later that yeah. obviously are irrelevant because I don't You're even know who the heck this man is. What I wish I said was, mm. yes, the first home buyer's grant is very helpful. Yeah. Or something like yeah. that. Just really, because I was like, what are you asking me how old I am yeah. and all these questions? Anyway, so there's some snoopy neighbours mm-hmm. around my house. Mm-hmm. And it annoys me, but that is okay. Moving right along. So we have got some stories from you guys. Mandy is going to read the first one. We're not allowed because it's so funny. Apparently it's so funny we wouldn't (laughs) No, I just thought I I want to read it to you because I feel like you'll probably giggle so much (laughs) through it. Oh, my God, amazing. Maybe people won't be able to hear it. Okay, so this is from Amy. She said, we had the worst, most revolting neighbour. Our neighbour was a dog poo launcher. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> what, is what the hell is a dog poo? He was an old guy who used to fling his po- dog poo over the fence no. when he thought we weren't there. No. <laughs> oh my god. We so did. many people would do that. Are you serious? Not me. Not me. Not me. Not me. Not Laura. Not me. 
As in, have you ever I done that? No. <laughs> not me. As in, people would fling it so that it's not in, no longer in their garden. Is that why? They just would think like, because technically, it's I've like, never thought that. I reckon people would just be like, oh, I can't be bothered going to the bin, and they just <laughs> throw <laughs> launch it over the fence. Um, we didn't have pets at the time. Initially, we were so confused as to why there was always poo in our yard. Until one day, he thought we weren't home, and sure enough, it came flying over the fence and hit our back wall. No. And I'm talking full speed over the fence. He used to do it to his back neighbours too, so there was always chaos in the street because of him. So glad we don't live there anymore. Yeah, I thought maybe Can he was flinging at them. You're sitting outside and all of a sudden like a dog poo lands on your lap. Oh. <laughs> like a flying dog poo. That is it's raining up. poo. Poo missile. <laughs> hallelujah. No, that wouldn't be hallelujah. That That's like messed move. up. Yuck. You have to make, you know what you should get? Amy, you should have got a tennis racket and been got there. You're ready to launch. Laura, he throws it. Are you kidding? What? A tennis racket oh. with dog poo. Like you a think that one. will end Sorry. that well? A ping pong racket that's hard, that doesn't have holes. It would have just splattered no, all over No, I reckon you. it's a bit hard, I'm envisioning. So, Amy, you wait. You wait for, I'm going to call him Ronald. Ronald to throw the poo over the fence. You get ready, you slam it back at Ronald and then what he wet? has to eat it. That is so much worse. <laughs> yeah, it's probably better because that's, you know, was that a good time? So you're do? playing poo tennis. Yeah, but also you have to wait it, there all day for when he's going to throw it. But truly, you just send it right back and then I think he would know then. Why Oops, would the tennis shouldn't throw it that way? You just pick it back up and fling it back No, over. because you don't want to do that. You just want to get it straight back with power. I wouldn't suggest doing that, Amy. I'm glad. I mean, you I don't would. live, you don't live there anymore anyway, so it's all good. Well, I would, Amy. So if okay. it happens, come back to me. <laughs> this next one is from Emma. So my neighbours have two kids, which would usually be lovely, but they're shriekers and it's the type of shrieking that cuts through your very soul. The first time I heard it, I was about to jump up and start saving lives, but I've realised that this is just their state of being. Mm, yes, mm, the shrieking. Javi has started shrieking. He has. So the thing is about this. Can you say, Emma, for anyone that doesn't have a kid, yes, like what I'm is shrieking? To say, oh, okay. So I, it's, it's like this like high pitch. They're not crying. They just don't know how to communicate what yeah. they want. Okay. And it is a stage. And there's a lot of different opinions out there of like what you should do in that moment. Because if you give them a big reaction, all they're wanting you to do, because they usually do it when you're distracted doing something else, because mm. it's like to get your attention. So if you give them a reaction, it doesn't matter if it's a negative big one, they've got your attention. So they know that doing that gets your attention. Mm. And so at the moment, we're actually trialing this. And look, it's not the kind that cuts through your soul yet. I hope it never gets to that point. Also, Emma can't trial this because it's not her kids. No, but yeah. I'm saying You're doing this, is, this, this might be what her neighbours do. Yes. We have to try and ignore him until, because what happens is they don't get your attention and then they'll end up saying like mama or dada, which is what they should be doing. If they need something and they can't communicate mm. or they can't reach something, they should just call out to you, right? But instead they just get, they don't know how to communicate it and they just go. <coughs> so at the moment we're having to ignore Harvey when he does that. Is it hard? Not when he's crying, when he's just. Because yeah. <coughs> we're like, you know what to say. Say mama, please, and then he's fine. Anyway, so they might be ignoring their child trying to get through the stage. Maybe they should listen to Steph's advice. But everyone's got a different opinion on it. Yes. Some yeah, people will just don't, stop it and no, it's like, I'm not putting very, up with that. You're not pushing we're, your... We're trialling it. Parenting advice on anyone. No, you're just not at all. sharing what you do. We're, well, we're trying. <laughs> I don't know how long it'll last. Sorry about that for Emma. Okay, this one is from MJ and she's actually whispering in it so that her neighbours wouldn't hear. <laughs> 
My nightmare neighbor story is actually to do with my big golden retriever. He stays inside and our neighbor continuously said like he was barking all the time. So we resorted to getting cameras so that we could prove that he wasn't. And he throws bricks over the fence to poison and get our big boy Hamilton sick. And it didn't stop until he moved away. So I'm really glad that he moved away. That is a nightmare. I want to start crying. That's a nightmare. I, I hate that there's people that exist in the world where, like, they... What is it called? Baiting? Is it, yeah. is it baiting? Yeah. Oh, I... Every time that comes up in the news of, like, a park that's found the baiting or, like, neighbours like this, it's just... It makes me so angry. I don't understand it at all. That's so no sad. Words. I'm really sad because I love Hamilton already and <laughs> I want to live next to Hamilton. And I... I think you should have gone to the police, yeah, MJ, because I agree. That, it's actually illegal because I always think, I often think about that. We keep Bill and Bud inside during the day, mm. but soon we'd like to keep them outside. And I do have this worry. Like, imagine if someone never did anything to them like that. What if I live next to this neighbour now? Because MJ you, doesn't You've been anymore. there for a while. I think you would know. You have two big golden retrievers. If you had a neighbour that didn't like your golden retrievers, you'd know about it by now. Mm. Oh, that's horrible. Okay, that's certainly a nightmare neighbour. This one is from Karina. I used to live on a main road and parking was pretty hard to come by on the main road. So we used to drive around the corner and park in the side street. And this lady who lived in the house in the side street came out and started abusing us and yelling at us for parking in front of her house because she felt as though that car spot was her husband's and he needed to leave quickly sometimes and come in and out of the house. So mind you, it wasn't in front of the driveway. It was parked very legally on the side of the road. Anyway, we kept parking there and then not once, not twice, but three times we came out and our car had been egged. We can't be certain it was her, but I'll leave that up to you. We are. I I mean, I'm certain it was her. But I mean, like, to be honest, if I had, because I don't know what if if her house is like kind of just off the corner, there is you only don't one spot own right the out the house front. in front of your house. The car spot in front of your house. If so, if someone was you, because this is a great example for you, because you can't park in your driveway and mm-hmm. you haven't been out with you for a little bit. If people were always anyway. parked right out really the front of your house, parker, yeah, that wouldn't annoy you. No, it's like not my. That's area. the place, but that's the only place you. I like, mean, that for parks a moment, right out the front. I'd be like, what about taking uh, your shopping in or like all of that stuff? Well, I'd just park somewhere else on the street. There's like other spots. I that just wouldn't don't annoy. Think that you would can annoy say me. Say you own the park at the front of your house. No, but that would annoy me. I wouldn't throw eggs at someone's car. It would annoy me even more if the neighbour told me not to park there. I would then park there more because I'd be like, it annoys me that you think you own this part. Well, I mean, it also thing. depends on how she approached the situation. We've, uh, yes, the we, name, we, we mm. Seth's had. I've had a some neighbours. We've had some, which we'll have the to talk about another things. time. I think it's totally fine to voice your opinion to your neighbours if there's something that's bothering you. I do, but I think there's a way to go about it. So I don't know mm-hmm. how she went about it. Well, Karina, I'm not bothered and I think you should keep barking there. And also, I'm sorry your car's... Mike, has your car been egged before? Yeah, Same. it's the worst. Same. I it wouldn't keep the parking there. If you, if you get cars get egged three times, don't park Put there Put a again. camera. <laughs> Let's solve the mystery. <laughs> Okay, this next one is from Abby. So growing up, I had a neighbour. Our houses were very, very close together uh, to the point where our lounge room window was directly opposite their bathroom window. Uh So in summer, when the windows were open, we could hear 
every single noise from their bathroom. We could hear when they went to the toilet. We could hear the toilet flushes. We could hear the shower coughs, the mouthwash gargle. You name the gross sound and we could hear it from sitting on our couch. Uh, It got to the point where we decided to kindly go next door and just let them know and maybe suggest closing their bathroom window to do their business and then they could reopen it when they were done. However, they thought that this was quite rude of us. And from that point onwards, they made an effort to be as loud as possible in the bathroom every single time to the point where I think a lot of the noises were actually fake, especially when we had guests over. It was disgusting. Neighbours? Sorry. Being a neighbour brings out the worst in people. Like... That it's so petty. That is, but petty. like I, I would feel have just like been so embarrassed everyone though, is so petty when it comes to neighbors. Yeah. It's like, and imagine walking around to someone's house and being like, "I can hear you, yeah, pooing." <laughs> but that's what I mean. Because <laughs> like, there's, the there's two. When you poo. There's two ways that people would take that. You'd either be absolutely mortified, or be like, and I you'd can never poo want to see your neighbor to. again, yeah. or you'd be like, "Excuse me." Oh, that's really Do you know funny. what I mean? So that's obviously they've got I don't even know what people are petty. So if someone came to you and was like, just so you know, because obviously it was after a period of time, we can hear when you go to the toilet. How would you react? on the neighbour. How would you react? Most of my neighbours, I'd be like, or all the current ones, I'd be like, I'd be mortified and like be like, Dalton, it was you. <laughs> and like probably glue the Which window shut. I don't use that one. So then Dalton could never open it again. <laughs> But if it was a neighbour that I had had, like, an awkward moment with, mm. I'd just be like, so what? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be petty. I wouldn't. But maybe I wouldn't. Okay. This next one's from Ava. When I was a kid in our neighbourhood, we had a beautiful cat. And one day she went missing. And this was back in the day when you used to print out posters. So we had a lost poster that we put up all around our neighbourhood. And it was probably about a week or so down the track. And we heard her meowing really distinctly. So we looked over the fence and saw her in our neighbour's yard. And my dad knocked on the door and was like, oh, our cat's missing and we're we believe she's in your yard. And they said, no, no, we found her and we are not giving her back. So we had to get the police involved and take her to the vet to prove she was microchipped and that she was ours. But they were refusing to give back our lost cat, which they 100% would have seen the signs for. It was crazy. I have no words. I'm sorry. I just want to say again, being a neighbour brings out the worst in people. Like that is, you can't steal someone's animal. But even once they got the cat back, it's like you'd be scared to ever let it out again because your neighbour's going to take it. Every time you go out the front of your house and for the people that stole their cat. Yeah, you just look at them like you'd always just see these people that stole your cat and then would they not feel like... That is... People are weird. That is... I'd move. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) All right, last one's from Ellen. So my nightmare neighbour story is that my previous neighbours liked to frequently have extremely loud sex Uh. next door. The catch is um, my next door neighbour used to be my (laughs) mum. No. That's a no. You know what? No. Let your mum live her best life. If your mum was loudly... Going off, I'd be like, "You go, mum. You you just yeah. go. You go, queen. I would. And yeah. what what about Dalton? He'd probably be like, <laughs> go off, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Dalton would say. I would have but to say me something. and my sisters would say, "Go off, queen. 
That's what we would say. I, I would, I'd be happy that, you know, that it's happening, but I'd be like, do you mind? I can do you hear mom? you. Absolutely. There's no way. How could you? You know what, Wendy? I would say go off, Queen, if I live next to you. I'm saying go off quietly <laughs> because I'm sorry. I would never be able to go off if I could hear my mum. End of story. One, two, three, four. If you ever have a question that you would like Steph and I to have a go at answering, again, we are not experts. Not experts. We will reply with life experience. Yes. Take or leave our advice, obviously. You can send it into the KickPod Instagram. So just send us a DM. You can voice note it. You can write it out. Whatever you prefer, send it in. We would love to hear from you. So this DM came in from someone who would like to remain anonymous. So we shall keep you anonymous. Okay. Hi, KickPod. I was listening to your pod today and heard you say right in if you had something interesting to discuss. Well, you've come to the right place. Thank, Thank you, you for listening. <laughs> I, I came out as a lesbian at the age of 25 after ending my relationship with my boyfriend of 10 years. Since then, I have honestly never felt more myself. Mm. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. To the point where a lot of people have actually questioned me in regards to how much I have changed. But before then, I was kind of wearing a mask and I didn't really understand what was missing in my life. I now feel like I've outgrown a lot of my friends, but I don't know how to go about distancing myself from them. Ah, yes. Mm. Do I just stop attending events? I love them, but I believe our time has come. And I don't want to force friendships as I'm now 27 and it is exhausting. Mm -hmm. It is exhausting. It really can be for sure. 100%. The friends I'm referring to are my long-term high school friends. I've now been out of school for almost 10 years and they were honestly so supportive when I came out. However, I find it hard to relate to them nowadays because they don't fully understand how difficult it has been for me to have my life completely change after 10 years with my high school boyfriend. To come out as gay after that has been so insane for me. Mm. I just don't think we have as much in common anymore. And they are still saying things like, oh, that's so gay, which is really offensive to me. Yes, and we should not mm. say that at all. Do I pull them up on it? I have now made some friends with people a part of the LGBTQIA plus community that I can just be my whole self around. My high school friends are great people, but I think we are just going down different paths now. Anyway, love your pod. Thanks. Thank you. We, we love you. Would love some advice. Steffi, mm. what would you do? Oh, I mean, like, obviously that has been such a huge shift for this person, like, to, to go through that. I mean, a 10-year, coming out of a 10-year relationship on, like, by itself, that's already, like, such a big change in one's life. But then also mm. coming out as gay and that, again, is such a huge shift. So um, it's really amazing and, like, good on you and I can only imagine how you must have been feeling up until that point. And it's nice to hear that those friends were supportive in that moment for you. Um, and it's not to say that they're not now. However, I can understand with comments like what you said before being thrown around, I can totally understand that that must feel like they might not totally get it to you, to you. And I think it really comes down to how much you can envision having them in, in your life for the rest of your life. If you really want them to be around and it's just a fact that you don't think they are as aware of what they should and shouldn't say or they need, they've got some learning to do, I would say you don't have to do the work with them, but 
definitely have the conversations with them about how they're making you feel uncomfortable. I think it's absolutely worth it. Mm. But if you aren't too worried about losing them as friends, as in if you genuinely think like time has come and you've had a really great time with them, no hard feelings, but you're just growing apart, that's also so normal. I have had some incredible friendships. I had some incredible friendships through high school with people I don't even speak to anymore. Like, and that's just life. Like, again, as you said, it's exhausting keeping up with a lot of friendships. We all get busier as we get older. Different friendships are formed through work and through life, through your through your partners you date and all that sort of stuff. So it is really hard to kind of continue all those friends. So you've really got to kind of hone in. And it's what we've spoken about before on this podcast, quality friendships over quantity of friendships, right? So I think it's just, I if I were you, I would just try and really figure out if these people are people that you genuinely really, really want in your life for the rest of it. And if not, mm. don't feel bad to kind of let it What would go. you do though? I would just, I would just honestly, would you talk I would to stop. Them? No, oh, I so wouldn't. You wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. I would honestly just stop. I think if they don't get the picture, isn't like if they keep kind of asking you to catch up or like go out or do all these things and, and then they might question it, then have the conversation. But I think people can more often than not get the picture and who knows how they're feeling too. Maybe they're outgrowing you or some of their other friends too and they're in the same bucket. So I feel like I would just distance myself, which is what I did with some of my high school friends, but they also did that. Mm. Like we just stopped kind of talking or stopped reaching out, um, you know, after about a year of saying, oh, we should get a coffee and then not getting a coffee. It's kind of like, we're never going to get that coffee, are we? It's um, actually the most true. That, that seriously. When you like run into someone in the street, you're like, we, we should, should get, get a, a coffee, coffee sometime. Yeah. You're like, you know, you never will. It's never going to happen, right? So I think that uh, that would be my tactic to do that for a period of time and yeah, mm. but if there's any out of that group that you like are truly like, oh, but I'm really going to miss them, then definitely hope you feel comfortable to have those conversations with them to work through. I do the same. I think the thing for me that came through the most in this is that you have not felt like yourself mm. in the time that you were friends with them. Right and now last. you've found yourself yeah. and you feel more like yourself than you ever have. Yeah. So there is no reason in the world you need to stay friends with the people that you felt you had to mask yourself yeah. around and couldn't be yourself around. And I think you've got your new group of friends amazing. Mm. That's amazing. I would just move right on. I would just, it, it, you can't be yourself around them and we grow and we evolve and that's life. And mm-hmm. that's, it's sad with friendships, especially if it's your core high school group. I feel like there's this kind of pressure that we have to stay friends with everyone for life. Mm-hmm. And this group is like, because probably in year 12, you probably sat around and said like, we're going to be friends forever. Like, and you know, anytime you read something about, I remember in high school, if you the ever FFL. read about how friendships mm. like fade and you're like, no, that that's won't not be us. Happen to we us. have the bond. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, yeah. that's, you've grown, you've evolved. I would, I would just move on. And especially if they're saying things that, that don't make you feel. We only have so much time. So yeah. spend time with people that you enjoy spending time with and where you can be yourself. And if you can't, see ya. Yeah. I have to tell you something that happened to me a few weekends ago. Mm-hmm. And it was a melt moment. Okay. Okay. So I was at the Garden State Hotel. Quite rocking yeah. on a Saturday night. Did you just say quite rocking? Rocking. Like a rocking vibe. Perfect. (laughs) Continue. Good crowd. Yep. You know, good mix of people. I was uh, was at a hence. Yep. And we arrived at, I'm going to say, seven. Mm -hmm. So it was quite quite early Mm. for a night out. Mm -hmm. But we'd been going, we were at the hence all day. Exactly. So we get there at seven, we find a spot. And then I was like, I need to go to the toilet. So went to the toilet. And on my way back, I was walking up the stairs and I looked at this girl that said to me, I thought she said, and she kind of whispered it, Mm. I watch you. 
watch. W-A-T-C-H. Okay. And I, so I was like thinking, watch, kick, kick workouts, baby. And I was like, oh, thank you so much for the support. It means so much. Like, thank you. Like, truly, oh it God, really what? means a lot to me. Thank you. Thank you for saying something. Thank you for supporting kick, whatever. I think I kept going for like, honestly, three minutes. And she was looking at me like, and because we couldn't really, we were, I was kind of up a little bit on the stairs and she was sitting down with right. her group of friends. Mm-hmm. And everyone was looking like, what the heck is going on? And I was like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then I was, as I was talking, I was like, what am I, have I missed this? And then I walked away and I thought to myself, <laughs> did she actually say, I want you? She, she, wait, <laughs> I'm sorry, not I watch you because on reflection, she the way it was she said, said, I want you. It could have been that. Really? Do people say that? Well, I that's what I'm asking. Because I don't think people say, I watch you. That's very <laughs> it's a weird way to frame it. I mean, it's fine if that's what you said. If she, she could have meant like the podcast videos. She could have meant follow and just said what. But it was the way and it was the, I the want faces. You. It was the faces when I started saying thank you for supporting Yeah, Kik. but that happens when, when people's friends don't know who you are and they're like, oh, my God, hi. No, but they I always I, look like I think that I thought she knew who I was, which is so embarrassing. But you think she was just I, hitting on you? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Wow. And so you and think I will she never said, know. I want you, and you just went, thanks for the support. Yeah. <laughs> Oh and God. she was probably like, who is this person? Like, you know why what? are they responding? Like, I want you. Thank you for supporting my As much as I want. <laughs> so you think that she didn't say No, as you. much as I so want. So you think I'm not wantable. No, it's not that. <laughs> as much as I want that to be true, I also equally want her to be a listener to the podcast. No, I don't think she's. And I've for had- her to be like, no, I certainly meant watch. <laughs> I didn't mean want. No matter what I interpreted it as, it's embarrassing. Because no, if, I, it's if great. it's I watch you, but it was I want you, Sorry, I don't know who the heck you are, so what the heck is kick? Or, but if she said, I watch you, and I thought she said, I want you, then I think that she wants me and she doesn't. She just watches me. <laughs> people say, I want you, that is like, I've been out of the dating game way too long. Just as you're walking up, say, I want you. You know what? You know what I want to know? for people Because I haven't been out for a while. <laughs> Obviously, you probably can tell by listening. There's a rocking venue. <laughs> I would love to know what are the lines that people Please are Please actually send it in to us. What people are saying On their days. KickPod Instagram yeah. DMs. What do people say when they pick up these days? Let me I know. I hope they say, do you I mean, think I would it like, was? I ho- if she said, I want you, I mean, I want, I, that's great. And I'm all for that. As in like, good on you. Like Go off, her queen. Her face is like, no. I want to know if people say that. What do I don't say? know what I would say. What's, what's the line to like get someone's attention? That's what I want to know. Also, if you are listening and you are that girl and you it did wasn't. say I watch She's you, not please message us, please, at Kikwad on Instagram. Anyway, I just had to share that melting moment with you because it was a That's melt. Hilarious. I melt everywhere. I I'm a melting, awkward. I picture the witch from Wizard of Oz. What is a time for special share? So what's your special share this week? I don't, I hope I'm not stealing yours because you watched it first. That's okay. I know what you're about to say. Oh, it's not yours? I can do another one. Oh, okay. So wonderful. You go for You've it. got so much content to share. Well, Mania. Yeah. With, it's great. With Celeste Barber. Yeah. On Netflix. It's it so is good. So, and I just, it just makes me really proud. It's like watching Heart, was it Heartbreak High? Yeah. Heartbreak High. 
a show shot in Australia, the quality is of amazing. production yeah. coming out of Australia yeah. is who needs the US? No, we do. We do love the US. We do. Do we love the US? Well, I don't like Donald Trump. I don't like we guns. Like, but yeah. like I like we have community members from the US. And they do make great movies and I know, things. I know, but just and hearing shows. you say we love the US. No, I'm not very like, I'm, I'm not But yes, I agree. And we it just I love it was so movies. great. And it was it was shot in Australia. It's great Bondi show. Beach. It's, it's a great show. also you're like everyone listening that you probably heard of it because it's been advertised everywhere. Yeah. Anyway. Oh my god, it's been charting instantly. But if you haven't, doesn't mean that you're not up with it. Mm. I also miss a lot of things. <laughs> Anyway, I don't know where this is going. Netflix but is where you it watch is it. It is fantastic. It's mm-hmm. about Celeste Barber going on her, her, putting her health first. <laughs> and she's not playing herself. Oh, true. She's an actress. Who's she playing? She's just. I a, she's playing. Are you serious? <laughs> no, she The in person her. in the movie is a writer, a food blog writer. Oh, true, which is not her. Yeah, food <laughs> blog writer. Anyway, so she goes, she was in New York, she comes to Australia, some stuff happens with her health. She's mm-hmm. got to get well and look mm-hmm. after herself. It's good. It's really funny. It is funny, mm. funny, funny, funny. Yeah. So anyway, that's good. I'm glad you recommended it. The only thing I would say, though, obviously, just mm. the thing, the the thing that I don't agree with in the show is you don't like overhaul your whole. She does because she's funny. Like she does like a cleanse to start with. Like you need to take small steps that are sustainable. I think that it's comes a, up a lot. Though. Okay, cool. Yeah. I just want to say, like, I don't like even I don't her mom love was the like, overhaul. What are you doing? Yeah, you don't go straight away into yeah. it. You take even all small the healthcare, healthcare workers were like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, yeah it does. Yeah, yeah. sustainable. Well, that's great. I'm glad yeah, you... Thank you. <laughs> recommended that. Weird recommendation is in like the way I explained it. That's fine. Mine is another Diary of a CEO podcast with Alex Cooper. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mm. Oh, my God. That was the other thing I was going to recommend if I didn't recommend Wellmania. That's funny because Wellmania was my second. Oh, look at us. Look at us go. <laughs> so you listened to Alex Cooper's... I did the whole thing. I loved well, I it. I was washing Bill and Ben on the, I- <laughs> the weekend. I loved it. I mean, I love her and I think she's... I've never listened to her podcast what? once. Wait, what? You've never listened to Call so Her Daddy? Alex Cooper is Alex the is number host one. of Call Her Daddy, the most popular female, female podcast, podcast in the world. Yeah, millions of downloads. Like, it's like... Not from me. Not that I don't like her, I just hadn't listened. That's really interesting. Oh, I suppose actually her content's probably not... My. Not your cup of tea. Okay. I mean, you'd still enjoy it, but I think you just like to w- listen to podcasts that you're going to get, some, like... I like educational podcasts. Yes. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes. Hers can yeah. be, but they're much more like... What I think is amazing about Alex... Um, and I think there was a lot in in her conversation on Diary of a CEO that I related to was because she set out doing something that was her passion. She's grown this incredible community that feel like her friends that she can just be so real and honest with. And her business has got to a point where it's like she has to take things like obviously very seriously. And and I just there was so much that she was saying that I was like, oh my god, yes. And I really loved the conversation. But if you haven't listened to Alex Cooper, I mean, she's just dropped an episode with on hers, Call, Call Her Daddy, with Christina Aguilera, which is a really good episode too. I have to listen. Yeah. Okay, amazing. Yeah. I loved I loved the episode. I really enjoyed yeah. it. Good fun. And that's all we have time for. <laughs> if you want to get in contact with us, if you want to tell us things, you can, <laughs> tell, <laughs> you can tell us via our KickPod Instagram. Give us a follow. And you can also find out about Kik at keepitcleaner.com or you can download the Kik app on the Google Play or the Apple App Store. And we're also on TikTok and Instagram at keepitcleaner on Instagram, at Kik on TikTok. Steph and I are on there too. Have a wonderful Have week. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Love you guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>